Hello and welcome to the DM's Travel Book Club, a guide to the planes. Each episode, we explore one of the planes of existence as outlined in the Great Wheel Cosmology in the role-playing game Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> this week, yes. we are looking at what, Fiona? What are we looking at? Well, I believe we are looking at the plane of Limbo, this plane of pure chaos it's sort of mm. described as a rolling soup of impermanent matter and energy which to me is like is that like soup of the day is that what i just can't imagine what that is at all it's oh, it's a great oh, i'm really excited for this one i love that idea is it a soup of the day <laughs> is it is it a soup of the day yes it's the guest patio um so uh, uh yeah it's it's quite great isn't it i i have you enjoyed reading it before we get into what it is have you enjoyed learning about limbo because i definitely have to be honest. i was gonna say yeah you you are definitely i know just from off camera we were talking about that and you've got so many ideas for stuff. i think I, I my not issue my thing is that i really struggle to imagine things even with like over the descriptive stuff and all that sort of thing so i had this issue with the abyss just the yeah. idea it's infinite and i i really struggle to imagine what infinite is because how can you imagine something yes. that's infinite the same with this i just like it talks about it being like unpredictable that yeah. is limbo right it's just constant chaos ever changing mm. stuff and as a result i can't picture it. it must be like what it is to outside people looking at me doing all my projects all at the same yeah. time and all different, like <laughs> i know what's going on but only because i know my bit of it and then everything else so i think it's like that it's like an outside perspective on somebody who's got like yeah. a lot of stuff going on and just yeah that, that's how i see it so i just imagine it like yeah. a psychedelic trip basically that you see in yeah. a tv and then like there's a there's a band that i'll try if we can put their album art up called amel and the sniffers do you know them they're sort of australian no. punk band very cool and yeah. uh their front cover is like a glooped up face. It's like like someone's gone like that all over it, basically oh, with their wow. thumb. And it's really cool. Yeah. And I just imagine it's just like ever morphing, like uh, when um, Bart Simpson uh, and Milhouse uh, drink the 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 uh, yes. the, the oh, what's it called? The sugar drink. I've forgotten the, the name. Sugar drink, and they're just like slush yeah, puppy, just... basically without yes. any water in it, and they start seeing. Yeah. That's how I imagine it, really. It's like I guess, a... yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess funky on that. Like maybe the images that come to mind when when looking at Limbo, like we'll go into it in more detail in the description. Mm. But it's the idea, like almost like a Salvador Dali painting. Yeah. This idea, just things that things are melting and regrowing and changing yeah. and stuff like that. It's, everything is in flux. That's that is the main key thing. Yeah, yeah, a Dali painting. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I think because. Um... Do you ever know of an artist called um, uh, De Chirico? I'm just looking to remind myself how you say it, De Chirico. Yeah, he's oh, kind of yeah. like another like surrealist, but much more like, but it's all more like um, esoteric and like moody. Mm. It's not as like, it's got like big gloves and then like mm. a pencil. And it's all very much in these moody settings. I feel that that's kind of like when okay. someone will, will get onto an anarch, like a basic level person trying to create mm simple form of space is kind of mm -hmm. like that and then you mm -hmm. get the dali when you go like when you get a little bit lost control <laughs> yeah but yeah which is cool all right yeah. cool so yeah so yeah i guess just this like again mm. just to really just describe it this idea of like yeah. it is just rolling chaos things are just changing all the time and those people who do live there like mm. i know we'll go on to it in more detail this idea that it, you can control it and only those who have the biggest sort of willpower or sort of mental uh, capacity can do that and keep mm. the surroundings in a stable condition which is very i guess compared to obviously it's a complete flip to what we know in like the forgotten yeah. realms and the material plane so it's just that idea that you have to constantly be concentrating just to be able to step one foot in front of the other and the other it's just yeah so that that to me as a dm coming to that i'm like 
Oh god, there's going to be a lot less stuff for me to keep track of. I don't think so, actually. I think it's overwhelming at first, but I think once you've had a read of certainly this chapter and certainly about the plane in general, I think you've got some really good ideas there. Yeah, no, I think so. And it's going back on the sort of like description of this sort of what the ever changing is, mm-hmm. is interesting in the sense that it's it's very elemental. And they talk about that quite yeah. a lot in the book. And, in, and they say, why is it elemental? It's not in the, it's connected to the astral plane, not the ethereal plane, which is where all the elements are in the sort of, in the lower planes. And they say, well, it's chaos, so what do you want? <laughs> which is their sort of answer, <laughs> which I like. But it's also quite, I think that sort of trying to keep people's like perspective on it a lot is that you can, mm. if you wanted to explain it very easily, it's sort of one moment it might just be a big mound of earth that then turns into fire, that then becomes water, that then just becomes like a floating air bubble. And it's kind of, that yep. sort of is a very simplified form of it, let, let alone, and it's mm-hmm. sort of ever-changing and flowing. And yeah. also reminding that this is, in terms of the, on the arc, and uh, is that this is completely on the ultimate chaos side. This is the yes. this is literally chaos, 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 triple chaos. Not yeah. um, ridiculous um, amount of it. Yeah. Ridiculous amounts of chaos. Yeah. 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 So I, again, and I guess going on to the geography of it, for me, like one thing that stood out looking at it um, is that it just you know there's a, like how do you describe it? And obviously, we've talked about it as a soup of some sort mm. or some sort of thing. There's a word over here was like uh, a free floating mind within a thick stew. So like a broth composed of equally all elements, and these are chunks, you know, that are of different sizes and different purities, but constantly yeah. changing. So I was just like, whoa! That 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 is what summarizes it to me. Like it almost like you have to swim through it or suddenly yeah. walk through it, and just all these different densities and all different it's like things. Floating that you don't know through minestrone. Yeah, yeah. It's minestrone soup, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is exactly. Which someone's also blowing bubbles into at the same time. You're blowing yeah. bubbles into minestrone soup. And it's boiling, and then it's and yeah. then it's cold, and then yeah. it's a whirlpool. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And I think that's quite cool. And then, so then that is, and it says those sort of like the key elements is like you will find elemental places, mixed elemental places, and then domains. And this is where mm. we go back to that idea that people can control it, mm. and then with their force of of mind, be able to manipulate that and 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 focus it into into some sort of livable space. Mm. Um, and some people can actually just uh, breathe and float in that in that goop as well. But um, but that's quite yeah. An, yeah. Yeah, no, again, it's it, it was a comment saying that, you know, monsters and raiders here on this plane have to be very adaptable. Mm-hmm. And as a result, they are very difficult to stamp out. So it's that sort of thing is that if you're having a fight uh, on Limbo, like you're, it's, you don't know how you, it's one of those you know, random encounters that's going to be just suddenly very, very difficult. And you don't know if you've got the right stuff for it. Because these creatures, are, again, it's that idea that they're constantly evolving or changing or something like that. So I think when I, if I was running in a combat and they were fighting something, mm. that these creatures would be uh, flavored in such a way that, you know, if they've got regeneration processes, okay, another arm comes out or another head or, yeah. or suddenly, no, you know, they've, they've changed into so that they can swim or anything like that. Mm. Just to, Again, maybe a little more prep as a DM, but I just love that idea. It's like, oh, these these creatures are adaptable to this really harsh, yeah. you know, almost, I guess, yeah, it's a very insurvivable. That's not even a word, yeah. but you know, just it's just a, you know, like how can you survive in something that is just constantly changing? And you when constantly like adapt. we have a we have a, a a biology which is based on adapting to your environment, and this is an environment that's ever changing. So how can you? We can't. It's hard for us to even comprehend how that sort of mm. creature is unless it's like a cockroach which supposedly survives and everything yes. <laughs> but yeah. there is an interesting point on that that for with this sort of the fact that some there are some things that can that can bleed, breathe and uh, swim in this sort of unshaped chaos matter that it does mm-hmm. note that um, sometimes people bashers as it says in this uh, have yes. this innate ability and you can when you get and it only shows up when you you get dumped into it and if your character is only of chaotic alignment 
and you have to pass a wisdom check and fail a saving throw versus paralyzation, which is basically fail a saving throw against um, a, a, against spell effect. Basically, mm-hmm. you'd have to change. You'd have to change it because there's no such thing as paralyzation now. But basically, you could just do it as a wisdom check for anyone who's chaotic, and then they might. And I think it's basically if you roll a twenty, it doesn't actually give you a uh, a number in this. I couldn't find it, but I think you could set that DC as a as a, as a DM and allow one at least one yeah. of your chaotic players to have a chance at being able to just not have to even control the land around them which yeah. could be quite useful Abby, um, yeah and just to quickly go back to you so you said like mm-hmm. this idea of these all these different pockets of terrain as well and i quite like the descriptions of them so obviously we talked about primal soup mm-hmm. um, but other things on the this menu of limbo we've got yeah. solid earth fire yeah. pocket yes. water bubble <laughs> air pocket and then something just called mix elements yes exactly <laughs> actually I like it's like maybe the, the token salad of the of the group and it's just like you just put all these things together and just find out what happens yeah exactly um, but I yeah. quite liked how he, I quite liked how it broke it down into those sections because you're like obviously he's like oh yeah, yeah I guess this could happen and oh yeah this could happen and just again if you were just making it out like um, they're travelling from one environment to the other you could just mm. be rolling randomly and be like okay you're now on fire yeah. oh and there's water but no nowhere oh no you know? <laughs> oh dear <laughs> you could, yeah exactly and what do you do with that do you have to have breathe air or breathe water in that, as a spell mm. in that scenario I don't know that's um... oh, who knows yeah well that's it isn't it again it's that sort of thing if you are I, I guess because obviously fighter or a non-spell classes are mm. you know can only fight and just do what they can but if you're a spell caster you're like how do you even prep like no. I, I feel like going to limbo is you don't do it on purpose unless <laughs> Unless, some, like, unless, like, we'll go on to it, like, unless you're a Githari, perhaps, and you're going, uh, or Githari, sorry, or mm. if you're going back to find something, and uh, maybe we'll yeah. talk about some ideas for Adventure Hooks later, but I just like that idea, like, if you were here, yeah. I don't, I, you can't you're plan. Prob- yeah, you're probably either ending up there by accident, or you're going directly to a realm, you know, to a... a Which, a, well, you hope, you hope you get to a directly yeah. to a realm, because that's the other thing, is that it, you could just end up it's somewhere completely different because yes, it's chaos <laughs> yeah it, the portals disappear and, and appear mm. at will which is just amazing yeah so we should probably talk about how um, you can travel around in limbo so yes. as I said as you yeah. said there were portals and the mm-hmm. portals are not so fixed so like um it might be even in sigil you might have a portal that goes through one door and it might move to a different door at some point but at mm-hmm. least to a certain extent on the, the the sigil side it probably stays fixed but where it then goes to in the limbo side probably doesn't there are yeah. obviously anarchs which we'll talk about more who are able to control all this chaos and we'll get onto mm-hmm. that how they make that that work there are also things that they do which is um they create moments in these realms which they which you can look which are like locator objects and then if you mm-hmm. cast locate objects at the same time that can help you to to, to sort of guide yourselves and you can mm-hmm. use these things called they're called gideons uh, is the word yes. or guide guidance i i don't know i I, you... I like i like the word gideons but yeah i, I don't know either yeah this idea is like magical yeah. obelisks exactly. etc town I just feel see them as like either like um like a like obviously like a big signpost or a big arrow or something yes. like going here meet yeah. here meet me here at this town yeah uh, <laughs> it's a guider not a Gideon I've put my eyes in the wrong place that's me being aesthetic oh. that's it it's a guider but anyway guidance. cool obelisk in the center of town which is like something that you and then you can buy little um, trinkets that sometimes have locate object always cast on them for, for mm. to locate you there. So you can go, as I said, so there's the sort of portals way. You can then go through um, things that, that it, like, it has its own um, 
uh, uh, tunnels, the, what they called the tunnel pathways, which are Pathway, basically yeah, conduits as well. This idea of like almost like a wormhole type thing, yeah. which I just oh, so cool. But yeah, I've written down here: look before you leap, because you're like, yes. uh, what's down there? Oh no, it's fire! Because you, know? <laughs> like... yeah, you kind of look through it, and somehow it does show you what's at the end of it, and then you can jump through. But then it also does say sometimes it might change halfway through <laughs> if you're yes. at right, the wrong time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're quite. They're quite uh, interesting, and then obviously their spells like teleport without ever is probably the the only one that's good. Whilst yes. the because other ones other teleports then become under the issues of other spells, which makes it more of more of a problem. So basically. yeah, so this this was quite interesting because it talks about like plant door or transport via plants and have mm. a man, uh, like a member of 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 party will a plant into existence, which I guess we can mm. just briefly touch on. So again, we've talked talked yeah. about this idea of having this sort of mental capacity to control your environment, but that means you yeah. can also create certain yeah. things as well. So that idea is like you can just like okay, you're going to work on creating a, a tree or something like that, and then just being able to use that as a way to to move into places as well, mm. so that you can create. An escape route essentially so again if you're mm. having that huge fight with this horrific like monster you're like okay mm. let's get let's get the the escape rope vine door or something like let's go you know and then get out and stuff like that which yeah. i just thought again flavorsome that's really cool that you can just create that but again you know a bit of planning perhaps but as a, an yeah. escape route or a quick way out yeah because if you are able yeah. to remember a tree in a hometown base or a base town in in limbo then you always can get back there basically it's like a teleport exactly. circle yeah. Exactly, exactly that. Mm. So let's let's talk about um, the population then yes. of yeah. uh, of Limbo. What strange, cool denizens can we hang out with? In oh, Limbo? You hang out with the craziest and coolest, and uh, that there are in the world, pretty much. Um, yeah. They only get probably more crazy in Pandemonium, but there there are yes. the, the big the big the big ones. Then, so as with everything, there are there are powers, petitioners, and proxies, which is just like anyone. That's the sort of the, the sort of religious part of it, isn't it? There's mm. always some gods, and we will probably get onto those and the, and their sort of prop. There's not many proxies because they don't. They're a bit too chaotic to even care to do that to go outside <laughs> of their realm. But there are people who have that chaotic nature who live in uh, who, whose souls then obviously go and end up in limbo and, or mm -hmm. become, and become one with the plane. And in that, they become chaos elementals, which are cool. Yes. Which is yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah ever-changing and ever-deconstructing into uh, uh, um, to examples of like different animals or they turn into a lump of primal chaos matter in the sense that one minute they might just be a pillar of flame, a misty wind of air, a dashing wave of water, a column or rock, a column <sighs> of rock or some mix of these things. I, I love and, the dashing wave of air, that's just like... Yeah. <sighs> that's, oh, that's yeah, cool. exactly. And that they are interestingly, they're sort of like they're fascinated with stories. So they 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 might be persuaded to help someone uh, if you can tell them a nice story and keep their interest. Because as they're chaotic, they're a little bit like they might lose focus halfway through and find something else more interesting. Done now, bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bored now. And now I'm gonna be a column. Like, yeah, I guess I guess it's like when you t tell a story to a small child, like mm, bored now. No yeah, more. Exactly. Yeah. End. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So I can imagine them being, oh, now you've done that, I'm just imagining them going, why? Why? Every five seconds. Of course. That would be, <laughs> yes, every NPC that is this sort of, like, like you said, that sort of elemental style yeah. or that change of chaos has that sort of childlike, why? Why? But why? How? How? Yeah, exactly. And oh. then when you give up on the game, they're like, no, I'm bored now. They're not. Yeah, bored now. Yeah, nice try. I'm play Lego. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just just fill it. I'm gonna play Lego, and then they just turn into like a whole ton of Lego bricks. <laughs> so. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so those are the sort of key one, uh, the key sort of like non sort of uh, 
creatures, and then the other, the sort of two main cre- creatures, yeah. I guess, are the Sladi, and yes. the, and then the sort of the race of the Kisarai. Uh, so, so the Sladi, you've talked about the Sladi before, haven't you? I have, yeah, with our with our good friend Derek from How yeah. Not to DM. Um, yeah. We talked about them for um, an episode where basically we were picking out um, um, creatures we'd put into like a Halloween one shot, and I think mm. the Sladi are just again their whole backstory is so cool. Yeah. This idea that they have been spawned in limbo because uh, uh, is he called? Is it, I, I know we've got Prime, to get to this. Primus. Pri- Primus. I was gonna go yeah. primal. Uh, yeah. Primus comes and is like, I will make uh, make sure that we, there's no more chaos here, and then buggered up. And <laughs> I was like, cool. I'm just gonna leave it now and leave. Because and yeah. I just love that as a story. And then these creatures come out. These evil creatures. And again, for me, they're like they they, they look very frog-like or mm. with, with teeth and different colors. And they have this whole like hierarchy. And that different mm. colors do different things. You know, some of them are spellcasts and stuff. Yeah. This idea that you have like death slars, the sort of the highest. Uh, mm. in the hierarchy and that they, they can only become death slots if they, they eat each other essentially mm. and it's just like what is going on here there's just so much to them I just think they are so bloody cool as a, as a as a as a sort of um, an evil force that, that feel alien like there's yeah. just something about them that you, gives you think oh frogs oh they're gonna be small like bully wugs or something like that yeah. no, these things are big and they are mean, mean and yeah. like they have the whole thing of like impregnating you and all that sort of thing it's just oh great love them love them I think they're great <laughs> I like the saying that it puts in there which is fight a slard and lose the story's over fight a slard and win there's a thousand more standing in line just to prove they're tougher yes and that kind yes. of puts their sort of hierarchy because it says that you know that they will run together as packs but they won't attack together in combat so if you, mm. you fight one they'll send the they like they will probably send the least the weakest one at you and then once you beat that they'll send the next weakest the next strongest until you literally and then if you beat all of them then the news will get back to get the bigger one that will come along and beat you (laughs) call call for the gray slot yeah exactly (laughs) and then you just hear so it's like a horde mode you could have isn't it if you wanted that sort of game just like Red slard, oh. green slard, blue slard, grey slard, yeah, death slard. slard. And then death slard is the final wave. Yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness. It just, if you can oh. handle that. I, oh, I don't know. I mean, they're, cra- they're, they're crazy creatures, just like the stat blocks. I highly recommend looking them up and putting yeah. them in a game. Just, yeah, I think I think if I was running a, a game in Limbo, I would definitely have a slard in there somewhere, even if it's just in the mm. background, it's like slowly coming up. And they're like, we need to get out of here. Yeah. It's a massive, it's a massive toad. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> what about exactly. the, the Gifsari then? What, yeah. what a, as a comparison piece, obviously we have the slard who are, are yeah. you know, these evil monstrous creatures. And there's Gifsari then. What about yeah. Them? So the Gith, sorry, they are, well, so uh, they were originally part of the Gith as a whole, which was, um, they were humanoids that were, take, or humans that were taken under control, whilst, you know, enslaved by the Illithids uh, oh, for a long time. mind flayers again. Bloody mind flayers. <laughs> mapping it up. I know. <laughs> and, um, and they, um, and they they let they were freed by Gith, the female, the great female warrior. And then the Githyanki and, and the Githyanki split when uh, the Zerthimon was ki- went and rose up against Gith, saying that she was a bit of a warmonger and didn't want to, you know, and said that they're going to lead, had a vision that they were going to be led down an evil path forever. And so they split in two. However, Zerthimon was killed, and the, the Gisari went and hid in in. Um, in limbo, in limbo, basically, whilst mm. they, whilst the Gith Yankee remain in the astral plane, uh, hanging out and fighting Illithid as much as possible. Yeah, and, and that and that whole story again, like that, cause that's in 
uh, it's in Volo's Guide to Monsters, I think. Mm. Um, that whole sort of history of it is absolutely fascinating. I would highly recommend reading it because mm. both the Gif Yankee and Gif Sarai have very different um, structures and obviously ideals and stuff like that. But you do think to yourself, hmm, mm. not one, you know, you think, which one would you prefer? And the idea, and the answer is neither of them because they both have really like corrupt leaders at the top. And it's just fascinating how they've kept on to these power struggles. Certainly the gift mm. uh, Yankee, which I won't go into too much detail here because it's obviously not, it's about limbo, but just this idea that um, the woman at the top there is sending these people out and it's glory and battle and stuff. And when they come back and retrieve stuff, she sucks her life essence out because she is a lich in mm. disguise and it's just oh, I love all that stuff but, is she? I didn't know yeah. that well spoilers yes she is <laughs> it's, it's a, a similar sort of thing to what the Gisari are so obviously uh, their leader is sort of it's like very much very sort of Egyptian style sort of mummy god in a way like this person has so much psionic power that they but they are so, so they've aged so much they can't physically move and so you see these amazing pictures of the Gisari sort of you know worshipping or, or, or sort of like attending uh, to this sort of mummy-like creature in a, in a in a sarcophagus but it's so powerful and so evil it's just yeah. oh I love it so this is it's their so cool. yeah their current leader which is uh Ze is that um the great Gisari god king Zareth Menyara Gith yeah, uh, I, I believe so. Yes, again, yeah. uh, depending on the edition as well, they might ah, have changed the names and stuff. But, it, yeah. but yeah, pretty pretty much, they, it treats as a god king. Mm. So very much this, that whole sort of thing, like the worship. They, you know, his word is law, and mm. then yeah, and, it, and again, the and, and obviously, it, well, not obviously, but the Giffy Yankee, mm. they sort of put their their principles and pride in physical prowess yeah. and 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 sort of fighting as of it where the gifts are i obviously yeah. are sort of more magical and psionic and yeah. you know manipulating uh yeah, they, they have, yeah there was a really yeah so they have that innate um because they're very highly intelligent it says and, yes. and with that they also um they also uh, uh have in one of their cities that we talk about they have mm. uh, it's ruled by the um the thieves guild basically yes. the floating city which is there so they've got one which is a military city which we will go which floating is floating city yes and the shrak which is shrak claw which is the the, the military one which yep. has two million persons in it which is yep. a big city uh, and then the floating city is one where we've got magic and the thieves justice which is the, mm. the which maintains order and yeah and supposedly the this god king promotes uh, thieving as a as a as a positive trait because it's about subterfuge and manipulation and doing shock tactic raids and stuff like that on mm -hmm. on uh, the Githyanki. Um but also he maintains that no um, no uh, wizard can get over ninth level of wizard basically. <gasps> so he only allows his closest How closest uh, per persons to get any better than that, and one person that it does put in there. Um, uh, it called Moran is pretending that she doesn't know how to do spells. She's like, oh crap at it, but is still learning more and more from all his famous his books and getting higher level spells. But she's pretending. Well, that's a, oh, that could be an amazing plot hut that you just arrived, but you yeah. are in the middle of suddenly an incursion. Yeah. Uh, you know that that they uh, this person has just gone. All right, my time is now, and it's yeah. oh, and you're just in the middle going. Well, it's time. What are we gonna do? Like, what are we gonna you do know, now? Just, oh God. Yeah, yeah. It's just oh, very cool. But I will say, just finishing off on populations, the mm. one thing that I I thought was really cool actually. So of course mm. we have these towns or we have these places mm. uh, in this roiling chaos. Like, how do they? 
how are they not torn apart? And, and it's just this idea that they have um, groups of watchmen, you know, the people, the city yes. sort of council people, and they just take turns literally being on, on guard, but focusing on the town's existence. Yes. Which I was like, whoa. And I, I know we'll get onto it later. There's um, a place uh, called uh, Barnstable, which is like this halfling village. But there was a little thing in it saying, like, the youngsters who go on watch love playing <laughs> tricks on the other villagers that are, yeah. and move around the streets and houses so that they are in the same place when you wake up and i was like yeah. that's such a fun that's, i it's, love that little flavorsome thing that you could yeah. just shift that you know like i don't mm. like that fountain there i'm gonna They're put gonna it over it. here yeah that'll look better an aspiring yeah, architect or urban designer just <laughs> have the constant talent shifting of town He's like yeah there's no one's agreeing on it and the people paying the council people to i want that extension uh you know, <laughs> so uh and that and actually you remind me you didn't go on to more detail of these anarchs then which is yes. the, which you could be so an anarch is someone who has the ability whilst unconscious as well to manage reality so so yeah you can roll which if you're an anarch you both have the ability to breathe and and swim in the elemental chaos because you are because you basically can control it naturally just to, yeah. to be able to make it air when it breathes it comes into your lungs yeah. basically and be able to make it liquid whilst you move forward mm. but um with that it's so if you're not an anarch you can only control it when you're conscious so if you do not have one in your party you you're you have to be on watch and watch. be yeah and keep and and have a, a relatively high um intellect so if you've got a party of three fighters maybe who may not have high intellect scores you might you might then need to your your, your um spellcaster's gonna have to stay up a bit late <laughs> at night <laughs> some late um, nights and early mornings yeah exactly absolutely. and oh. um it gives you a good table for what that is and how much you can do that um but that, that, which is all very interesting. So being a spellcaster can be beneficial. However, casting spells cannot be. But we'll come on to that later. Yes. But, and yeah, just just to finish quickly on that as well, because yeah. there was this idea that, you know, like you, we talked about it earlier, that once you uh, arrive in mm. the, uh, in the you could probably gain that sort of innate ability to breathe and swim in the, mm. in the, in the soup. But then I quite like they talked about this idea of a uh, chaos shaping proficiency when you leveled up. Yeah. So like having that, uh, like, because yeah. when you're, Again, maybe uh, when you're running campaigns and stuff like that, you like to give special things to to your players. Like, oh, yeah. you have this that nobody else has. So I quite like that as a thing. Saying, oh, um, you want to do that? Um, just roll a shape chaos roll. <laughs> you know, just yeah. to say that, and because you can do that with stuff like you know D and D Beyond, you can easily add proficiencies yeah. for other things. I just thought, mm -hmm. I quite like that. Just having proficiencies that you wouldn't expect in mm -hmm. a normal campaign. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. we have it like using magic tech or, or, or you know, yeah. I don't know, fire, firearm proficiency and all yes, that sort of thing. Exactly. You, don't necessarily, you don't necessarily get that sort of thing, but one specific to this plane is shaping chaos, shaping which you'll never chaos. use anywhere else. You never know. If you're a good DM, you'll try and find another way for it to work, won't you, I guess, maybe? <laughs> so, there's, a, there's a, a, a fight in the pub about to happen. Just a shape yeah. chaos roll for me, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I wonder if you could do that. If you could, like be able when there is chaos going on you can manipulate a chaotic crowd to do your mm. bidding you know what i mean like you could make it so that if there's like a stampede of people you could use your shape chaos role to be able to like find a path through like morpheus Ooh. in the matrix <sighs> yeah yeah. Oh, yeah when they're walking through the crowd it does feel very matrix doesn't it that like you just make things appear or you can fly you can do yeah. st i hadn't thought of that that's a great example actually that you create yeah. the world around you through shaping it like that oh, yeah i love that and yeah, i guess oh oh and then in that case in inception would be the other example as well yeah cool so let's briefly talk because we, we sort of excuse me we did talk about it a little bit but this idea of politics as well so i guess most of it would revolve 
uh, around the gifts are I, yes. just because that's the the biggest one. I think Slard, we have that sort of hierarchy thing going on, and yeah. like it is each for themselves uh, with these sort of like we talked about those sort of um, elemental sort of creatures that sort of whim. I assume they are quite selfish and all, you know that sort of thing. Unless it's go you go from town to town and then deliberately do that mm. rather than an overarching thing. But with the gifts are I, it's yeah most of that is going to be focusing on what the gift yankee are doing and doing the mm. raids and stuff like that so again if you for me i would be like okay you don't you know unless you had i think you were talking about it before like if you have a gift sorry it makes sense that you would go and visit limbo but if mm. you didn't i like this idea that you 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 were going in and you are in the middle of a war but you're not entirely sure what you know which side yeah. is you know what's going on and suddenly if the gift yankee appear in the yeah in the limbo so there's a i think there's a lot to do with that that idea of that power okay. struggle between two powers but one of them isn't a part of the plane exactly no. and it's you're very much out out of it completely like your your ability to understand and comprehend it would be limited if you weren't one of them which is kind of interesting yes. and also and, and, they would, and they wouldn't want you a part of it either they're like get yeah. out of the way yeah exactly and with that there are areas in all these cities which are Gizari is actually quite a nice way of saying it so I might use that now Gizari uh, um, area, only areas that are more like you know like you know the religious one has like you know a high tower in the centre yes. in the floating city which you can't get to and then in the military one there's obviously like they're not going to let you in not just going to go inside the main military base are you like you, you wouldn't can't do just that. walk in no can't just walk in <laughs> but um I think there's, it's quite interesting and it's, yeah, but it's very, like, what I gather from it, because we didn't talk about, like I said, in the in the magical one, you know, you can't, mm. he can, controls magicians so they can't get over ninth level. And then, like, in the general's one, with the military one, it's like, um, the, you know, the god king, you know, uh, he directs generals in plotting endless minutes to keep weak in the Githyanki. The generals of the city like to believe that as the driving force behind the Githyanki vengeance, it is they who rule the city. Of course, mm. they do so in the service of the god king. And it goes, but what it does is he says that they all struggle amongst themselves and he pr promotes that idea of them like all fighting one another yeah. so that they don't all band together and go time to overthrow we yeah it's, it's yeah each person for themselves yeah, yeah. and i think that's kind of in, it just shows that i i just think of it very much like you've got to think that this political structure is very much backstabby very much yes. um death of stalin sort of Yes, that's a very I mean? good example, actually. Yeah, that idea yeah. that, you know, oh no, this thing has happened. And it's that almost sort of thing like, we, we're banding together, but it's for our own, you know, yeah. and then getting one over on each other. I love that idea. And actually. even if you're working together, you're, the other hand has got the dagger behind the back, you know, or is you know, passing a note to the other person who's passing a note to the other person, you know, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And I think that's kind of makes that very interesting and with the fact that they have you know they promote the sort of thieving and that sort of idea that you know teacher skills useful for acquiring out information yeah. and stuff like that that you know when you're walking down the street if you if you're not uh which this happens not only in in this place but you might just find that you've just been pickpocketed like all the time yeah and, the, and that reminds me of the other thing which is if you don't keep an eye on your if you don't if you have artifacts on you they might get lost to the chaos as well, which yeah. is fun to remember. Yeah, I love this. This idea of like a mini flux thing. We were talking about it before. This idea yeah. that, you know, because you, you concentrate on, if you would, again, we uh, we sort of passed over it, but that you could also travel across limbo just by putting yes. one foot in front of the other and going and just creating that bubble of like yeah. however long for you and obviously concentrating on that, which is very hard going. But as a result, if you're just concentrating on yourself, like mm -hmm. when I think of myself, I'm like, okay, the physical, whatever, I've got a bag. Would I concentrate yeah. on 
all the bits of stuff in my bag? Would I concentrate no. on like having my glasses? Would I concentrate on having my pencil case? No. And as a result, I could open the bag and be like, oh, there's a potato in here instead. Or, yes. oh, it's just sand. Oh, no. As someone you know? who loses everything generally, I would be, yeah. I would, I would leave with a bag and end up with a, a massive potato, probably. That was all I'd have <laughs> on my back. And then it would turn into like a frog at some point, And then it would be. And it's like a slard. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. yeah, exactly. No, I mean, I was just so forgetful of things that uh yeah but, my bag would just that. not be the same but I like that as a again as a, another sort of threat to the players that isn't combat based is the threat mm. of losing equipment or losing things yeah. and items that you know may not seem very important to them at the time but like you know losing rations losing like you know the scabbard or something or like oh yeah. I had some more arrows here and all that sort of thing just little bits and pieces just to really sort of home it in that these things are so changeable You're like oh you forgot this thing it's just like almost like losing time in a way which I just yeah, yeah really Exactly. Well, let's let's go on then to sort of the magical conditions then. Yes. We sort of briefly talked about it. So, obviously, yeah. spellcasting is chaotic mm. <laughs> as, a, yes. as a as a rule. Um, in the 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 Planes of Chaos book, it talks about this idea of like you make an intelligence check before casting a spell, and if you mm. fail it, you lose that spell slot, and then a wild magic surge appears as the the mm. chaos sort of takes that and turns it into something else. And I love that idea yeah it will be a lot to remember as a dm but if you put it on your players like you need to do this every single time yeah just oh, it's great and it's and it talks about like you know all schools of magic have this chance to set off a wild magic surge mm. and it always happens if you're in sort of the primal soup thing uh the, that sort of terrain and i just thought yeah, i guess because that makes sense because the, the chaos is so mm. pungent so around you you're so connected to it that it's li like literally like oil you if you do a, a flame <sighs> it's going to go off all around you i just again flavor wise sounds amazing but also chaotic as heck <laughs> yeah no and as someone who had a, has a wild magic sorcerer as the as the party's dm pc basically dm npc mm -hmm. whatever um is uh is gonna be interesting when i end mm -hmm. up there and i love that i've got and i got to recommend the uh is it Orm 2 does a, a Wild Magic Surge rework and it's very mm. good for people mm. who are doing Planescape because it does have a chaos effect mm. and you and you could do it by, you can also use it when you're not on a chaotic plane to charge up chaos but what's quite good is it gives you like when you're on a chaotic plane and when you're on a neutral plane it does more things so we have it so like for example if you get the everyone becomes invisible if you're on a neutral plane it will just be two minutes if you're on a if you're on a less if you're on a lawful plane it, it will be exactly so what it is and then if it's on a neutral it might be like uh like half a half an hour and then mm. if it's a super chaotic plane it's like two hours <laughs> or eight hours you know so it, and it, you just get these effects that could so we had ours where they would turn to losery for two hours which is just like what the heck how do you do all that yeah that is chaotic as heck and, and, and i think that's great and i found and the thing it has some really funs in there ones in there like eight badgers do whatever spell you were going to do but they perform the spell so if it was like a healing spell you get a badgers eight badgers come and sew up your, badger, your badger, wounds badger, 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 which is yeah. just amazing right <laughs> who doesn't want more badgers in their game agreed agreed yeah. Such cute so yeah. yeah i guess because because again maybe it's that sort of thing where because a lot of times we have this um idea uh, ideal versus expect so expectation versus reality mm. right so we expect yeah. you know these heroes to be amazing or like ridiculous and uh, heroic yeah. and stuff and then you play your actual game and you're all you know you know, like idiots, <laughs> idiots in armor going what are we going to do and i like that that this if you're in limbo it takes to the extreme because it's like okay and now you're attacked by pufferfish 
You're like, what? You're just going to have to roll with it. And it, it is definitely that thing yeah. for me as an improviser. It's like, yes, ending everything. It and it does, is, you can't, yeah. and the justification is like, it's chaos. Um, and you're like, I have to accept that. And it's, I guess it's a, it's a such a different way than just saying, oh, it's it's magic or science. You know, this yeah. is like, it's chaos. You it's, you can't understand it. It's happening. And mm. I just, and it, just that joy of it happening and going, because and I, that's what I would want in, if the players did it, they want to be excited about what that magic, well, what, what magic I was going to do be. for mine was that I was going to let the players do so much more of the description because I was going to yes. say you do it from your character. What would your character's mental? Because it's like like one of them. It says if when it goes wrong, sometimes mm -hmm. it might shape into something which is their worst nightmare or something like that. Uh. And when it's something, you know, so like I, you've got to. I think this is a great moment for collaborative storytelling because yes. it's just like no, you tell me how you shape this world. Like I, mm. it's a soup. I'm gonna, all I'm going to tell you is it's a soup of your creation. Because it's your creation, you tell me what you see. Because that's the best way to do it. Because that's like what it that. would be. I like yeah. that. Cause that this that, that definitely makes sense for Limbo for sure. Because yeah. it's just like, again, because it's constantly changing. And maybe it's that sort of thing where it changes differently for different people as well, and that different yeah. perspective and stuff I like that. Because yeah, going slightly back to that geography thing, it talks about layers as we've talked about in other planes i said yeah. uh, various layers if it does have layers it doesn't adhere to the scholars definition of, yeah, of exactly. layers <laughs> and i'm like brilliant and you know what and we've not really mentioned this in the previous episodes but each one of these chapters feels like it's written by a different hand of somebody who has actually yeah. been to these and i really felt it with this one because it's like mm. as if it's like i don't know why you're asking me um there's yeah. no layers why are you asking yeah. me compared yeah, to exactly compared to like um, Arborea or even um, well the the Abyss obviously has infinite layers but I just yeah. I just thought that was really interesting that the style certainly going through the Planes of Chaos book it was like ah oh, it feels very different it feels mm. feels like a, a travel book in a way that people have sent in their, their yeah. experiences so I really enjoyed that as a result no it's really good actually uh, and uh, yeah I think we can all I think we've said m many times that like the, the the writing and the quality of writing mm -hmm. in all of these older books that we've read not saying that the new books aren't as good it's just it, there is yeah. definitely a really great voice in in these books which is actually quite which i agree quite i agree i agree when we're on spells i do love mm. the spell keys for this land because yes. yeah, go for it. you know on some places it's on the more lawful planes they're much more physical objects sometimes like a spell key might literally be uh like you know a key or mm. an object like a talisman or some a kind but here it's it, they have two categories the first involves the essence of change and the second the essence of balance mm. so you use the essence of change for alteration enchantment illusion and then you use balance for um the others which i will find here abjuration conjuration and invocation or invocation mm. and what i love is that to make something changeable it is literally just put a pinch of salt in some water oh cool so it's just like find yeah. a moment of change. So just allow again, allow your players like this little bit of like a uh, little mini sort of thought pro experiment for them to do of like, okay, so maybe just burning a bit of paper, you know, or mm. you know, or or um, you know, anything of that ill, anything that you could think that changes, like mm -hmm. you know, maybe yeah, uh, yeah, dissolving something is a great one as well. But uh, the other mm. one would be, and the balance one might be just spinning a coin. When you're Ooh, when you're when you're like, doing or a spell, top or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Inception. Like yeah. in Inception. Oh my gosh! He oh. clearly was. <laughs> 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 uh, or um, yeah, or balancing a dagger on a pointed fingertip, like. Or um, or, or um, uh, House of Cards. Yes, you House of Cards. Yeah, yeah. And it just all falls down and a little chaos reigns. And, it, and as it says, yeah, as the holding an egg or a fragile glass sphere aloft to balance the, on a on like a staff would make it better for more powerful moments. So. So you've just got that. to like do like a dex check 
So mm. I can, I've got like an uh, arcane trickster, so they've got high dex, high intelligence. So mm. for them, this is like perfect and they're chaotic. So like, my gosh, what more could you want? So they're just going to, I can imagine, do me a sleight of hand check for balancing a dagger whilst you're trying to cast a spell. You know, like... <sighs> chaos, you know, yeah, it's chaos. Yeah. Ah, yeah. That's so so cool. it means that they don't have to use that intelligence check to make the spell work. You can use something else. Like use an you use that intelligence check basically to mm. make that sort of what could I do to make the spell work is kind of mm. how it's seen. Whilst mm. the other one, it could be like, well, if you've got another option, like do me an acrobatics check to see mm. if you can balance on on the top of someone's head whilst doing a spell, you know, like something like that. And and it's but and again, it's like yes ending it because you're like, yeah. it's the only way you're going to do this. You're like, okay, that's and that's what you do in the moment. And it might not be the, the right thing to do or, or you're like, this doesn't make sense. I don't, you know, it, and yeah. I guess for me, yeah, ultimately, I know when I keep going on back to this, it's the idea that this limbo is going to take your players out of this comfort zone that they have, so they have to think outside the box. With all these planes, you're going yeah. to have to think outside the box, but I think here, because you're everything the players changes. Have to more than the click. Yeah. It's compared to changing, say, if you're in a combat and it, the oh, uh, Alaire. Ha a lair action happens uh, once a turn at the top of initiative or whatever. This time, mm -hmm. the lair changes at the end of every turn that you have. <laughs> um, and it, it may be a lot to run, but I just like that idea of going, you're going to be out of your comfort zone. You just got to have to think on your yeah. feet and don't worry about what anyone else is doing. Because by the time it gets to their turn, it's going to be something different. So, yeah, I love all that. I like this. It, it, limbo, the plane of improv. <laughs> Yeah. What? <laughs> yes. And <laughs> something comes towards you. Um, let's sort of round off then uh, with notable yeah. features. So the one thing that I really, really mm. uh, it got me thinking, I guess, was that the chaos matter itself can't produce animals and animals mm. themselves like living creatures can't be willed into existence so all the animals you see mm. are either native to the plane in some way or they've mm. been transplanted in so for me that makes me think of like having you know if that you don't see rabbits or anything like that, or the small creatures that but you've got cows and horses but they are at a high price and commodity that you have to look at they're almost sacred in a way mm. so i wondered about like if you had to do some cattle herding if, if you're gonna let go for a job in limbo that so you need yeah. to get the herd of cattle from one uh, township to another how do you do that do you know how mm. do you do it and not lose them and all that sort of thing which i know yeah. seems very basic perhaps as a an adventure hub in the material plane but on limbo where anything can happen and it's yeah. you know it's almost like a, an escape room puzzle sort of thing where you have to figure out how you, do you you know do you take one cow across and then come back with the sheep and then the wolf can't mm. be there and all that sort of thing so i just i just In, i hadn't yeah. considered that consider that you can create living matter like trees and plants and and will that sort of thing but you can't create animals i just thought Ooh, interesting a, I think in, it's, it's worth noting that you can, as a, if you've got an intelligence level of 19 or higher, you can will animals into existence, but only those native yes. to Limbo. I just want to clarify that. Yes. You can, no, so, good. Yeah. so, which could be dangerous because if you think you're getting a bit scared, I hope a Slardy doesn't turn up. I hope a Slardy doesn't turn up. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> oh no. shit. What have I done? <laughs> it's, it's very much like Ghostbusters thing saying, What did you yeah, think of? And I've exactly. got a state puff yeah, marshmallow yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> choose your, yeah, was it choose your chat? I can't remember the word. Choose your destroyer or something like that, isn't it? In the yeah, thing. nobody Basically. think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Uh, that is amazing. Yeah. What, what about you? Was there any notable features that you were like, oh, this is really cool? I mean, we talked a lot about like, yeah. how cool Limbo is, but was there anything for you, per se? I mean, I think, we've talk I think we have talked about most of the sort of chaotic things that are great. And I mm. think that, you know, the settlements are really fun. The one that I actually enjoy as a settlement, but is, is very different and is actually the sort of 
antithesis of it mm-hmm. and there's something that it's sort of and i and Bar- there's something that goes on with barnstable as well <laughs> i just love how it's called barnstable, barnstable. yes that's english my people out here if for anyone who's not in england you will not find it as funny as us because barnstable is an actual place in england yes. and it's and it's sort of all right <laughs> it's yeah not, it's sort of okay it's just funny that it's uh it just proves the fact that Americans think we're all halflings. Yes, yeah, that is pretty much so. Yeah, just to clarify that Barnstable is this halfling village that has been sucked into limbo due to a rogue magic surge. Yeah. And they are just, they're just still living there trying to just keep, keep going along. I, I'm going to make it the actual Barnstable. Is That's what I'm going to do. It's literal Barnstable from North Devon. Cannon. It's cannonly taken into limbo. Um, anyway, yeah. I have a friend from there. Yeah. places. But anyway, so that, but there's a thing called Fenimar, which is the realm of Fenmarel Mysterine, the elven god of innocent scapegoats and outcasts, which I think is an interesting uh, god to be. And it actually resonates because in some respects, the story of the character that is the proxy in there, the principal non-player, Avery Arneson, Aronson, is literally the backstory for my one of my first D&D characters. Oh really? How <laughs> who funny. Was a, who was a ranger, uh, elf ranger in a town. It got mm. went away, tribe went and uh, destroyed it and he got blamed for it. Oh. And then went on. I was like, "That's my character." That's like, I was me. Like, That's you're doing, me. You're doing the Spider-Man, going, "Huh?" <laughs> yeah, that exactly. It's that Spider-Man. So I kind of had a, a, an affinity to the place just because of that. And um, but also, it's very. It's like um, I like the idea of it. Is it's basically like a testing ground for people who want to like, you know, people who have been uh, you know caused uh, outcast or scapegoats innocently. You know, like prove like being given. You know, been um, uh, uh, what's the word? accused of things wrongfully is place mm. them to go but also it's a place where else to come um when they uh when they're trying to hone their skills at like wood law as they call it, it which mm. is the t- for like them being in a more populous realm so it's somewhere you can have a bit more control over certain parts of it so you can go and test your skills at ranging and, and hunting mm. and stuff um yes. with the exception that uh, its chaoticness comes in the fact that the weather is extremely changeable and at yes. one moment it might be heavy rain and boiling hot and then be freezing cold and blue skies and 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 tempests and stuff could just turn you know change on a dime but it but there are lots of people in the area are very positive and it has little like hideouts for people to go so I kind of see it as like a nice little little starter point for someone who wants to go and yeah. do some ranging i don't well, know i kind of like it it's like a little... i think well it's interesting because you can compare that weather stuff to the mm. arborea because obviously an arborea yeah. has similar sort of things that like the weather can kill you but it's all about mm. the emotions of the land and stuff like that whereas yeah. here it's nothing emotional it is just this ran- it's on random right it's yeah. on shuffle it's so on I- shuffle yes. so i like that idea that like again you maybe you're like you're trying to get to arborea and then yeah. you land in this place because you you've been driven driven off course something like that, and you're like well, it feels like Arborea, and yeah. then you're like, I don't. That's think a good little adventure hook, isn't it? Like yeah. you think you're you're trying to travel to Arborea, you have this thing in your mind, you use the spell key, and it somehow just a limbo effect comes in, and you end up there. Uh, but it's yeah, I kind of like it. The interesting thing, uh, the additional to it, which I quite like, is and something the Barnstable does as well, which is it creates it creates a mountainous region around it to protect it from slardy invaders to kind of keep it safe and the thing that barnstable does as well is because people are always keeping an eye on it and it's covered in this it's a big great tree but there's also a little forest around it is that yeah. when they see slardy come they sort of oh they they change the surroundings so it's like a really dense thicket that you just can't get through and the city is contained in the middle and so there and so there's that sort of benefit of like talking about that yes and is that you know you might see some slardy coming if your characters are intelligent enough you might go create a maze like do a yeah. do a do a uh, lady of pain on them and just oh go maze 
Yeah, or like a yeah a cornfield maze, or like a like yeah. boop, like yeah. Hampton Court. <laughs> exactly, and then just literally give that time for you to run away. I know they yeah. can also control it as well, but it's like a it's a spell save against spell save sort of thing going on, which could be quite fun. A siege at Barnstable would be amazing <laughs> to play out. I I I'm here for it. I, the I, great I, siege of Barnstable. Barnstable. Why not? Why not? I love that. <laughs> oh well, thank you so much, Hamilton. I yeah, you know, obviously our third plane in this series. And yes. I. I don't know. It's getting tricky now because obviously, like, like I said to you before, yeah. I really struggle to differ differentiate these planes. But going through them, I really like Limbo. I think that mm. could be a really fun one to do. Just again, that for me as a GM, it feels overwhelming at first because you're like, oh, I have to think of stuff. But I guess as long as you've got your table of randomized magic mm. surges, if you've got a little bit of a plan, and then you can just give it out to the players and go, okay, can you mm. roll? Just why don't you roll? whatever it is yeah. and you're in charge of this bit or you're in charge of this bit yeah. and just and then every so often like if you have a timer going okay it's been 50 minutes um when was the last time you felt thought or thought about uh your rucksack yeah. oh, okay cool half the stuff in it has changed half the stuff in it is potatoes everything is now potatoes by the way that's what yeah I no I, I, that, I, I know I, I reached for for a carb and i went for potatoes and that's all well, again because i'm just thinking of soup and i'm just yeah. thinking of food because that that's, that's what this, it, yeah. this great image of the soup so yes yeah. they come to limbo try the soup it's uh changeable <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's always different um yeah you can't be bored that's for sure so fiona yes. now that we've done limbo where are we where are we now we've survived limbo we've got out of the chaos we've con yep. we've used our huge intellects that we have <laughs> we're doing the uh, press x look <laughs> yeah and we've <laughs> solved the puzzle we've got ourselves uh, found a portal and we're, we're now hopping onto the next plane of chaos yes <laughs> so we're sticking with chaos we're still sticking with chaos next? where, where are we going next? so well next time we are going to be looking at the plane of pandemonium Ooh. a plane of madness <laughs> a great mass of rock riddled with tunnels carved by howling and maddening mm. winds which yeah. i am i'm excited for because i um i believe that's the one that they used in critical role for one of their one shots and it is oh really oh yeah. right it's pretty yeah. it's the you know the hunt uh, the search for grog i believe he was oh i haven't still haven't done this yet that's the one i'm saving till when i finish Save critical it. role one again because yes, i run that yeah yeah so it's it's very enjoyable so yeah if you wanted a quick taste of what lim uh, what limbo we've done limbo what yeah. the pandemonium is go check out the search for grog with critical role because mm. that's i think that's a really good uh uh sort of um a primer essentially if you wanted to run a, a campaign <laughs> if you ever oh, want awesome. to go to pandemonium but uh yes so that's the one we're looking at next which i am very excited for um, but until then you can yes. subscribe to us on our youtube channel and catch up on previous episodes and vods yes. of our sibling show the dms book club and we've got links to places and we've mm. got i'm sure we've got tons of other things happening as well yeah. so just come and come say hi and check us out yeah. and i don't know jump more planes with us i guess <laughs> I don't exactly know. We'll go and, yeah let's go See you on the flip side of the plane chart. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> All right, See take care, later. everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.